It's a life-changing message by the Reverend Sam Crunchy Ankara. Matthew chapter 12, verse 43. When an unclean spirit goes out of a man, and, and please take note, Jesus Christ is not missing words. Jesus is not playing games there. When an unclean evil spirit leaves a man, a man, a human being, he goes through dry places. Other versions will say he goes through deserted places or desert places or nations or countries. He, he goes moving territorially on the air, that spirit, when it is cast out, seeking a place to rest. But when he finds none, verse 44 tells us the next line of action. The next line of action is that, then he says, I will return to my house. Look at the spirit. The spirit says, my house. So every evil spirit belongs to a certain house, which will mean a family system or the life of an individual. So your body is called house. And the evil spirit says, I will then go to my house from which I came. And when he comes, he finds it empty, swept and put in order. Verse number 45. Then he goes and takes with him seven other spirits more wicked than himself. And they enter and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. So shall it also be with this wicked generation. So the revelations that are coming up are as follows. Number one. Spirits look for places to dwell. And the preferred places will be in the house of a human being or the house of a person. So the house of a family or the house of a person, your life becomes the house they want to dwell in. Number one. Number two, they also claim access by legal requirement to the house. For example, many of you here never grew to meet your great-grandfather nor your great-grandmother only probably a few of you you might have met them over a short period and probably they died most of us may be acquainted with our grandfathers grandmothers and so on but great-great Hardly. I did not meet even my grandfather because my father was very old and well advanced in age before he gave birth to me. So I do not know how my great-grandfather looked like. So therefore, I do not know what legal engagement they entered into with that spirit. Why that spirit has the audacity to say, I have been checked out of my house and I am unhappy. So I am coming back to the house from which I was checked out. But this time when I'm coming, I will not be stupid. I am coming with seven other spirits so that we will deal with you and harass you the way we must. Because in the first instance, I was alone. And that's why you overpowered me. This time, I'm coming seven strong. This is Jesus Christ speaking. And the guy is saying, I am coming to the house where I belong. So number one, what is house? House is the place where you dwell. Either you built it, you bought it, or you rent it. And so here is a house you have bought with your money, you have built with your money, rented with your money, and somebody claims access and ownership. Today, 
I elect you and I give you the power of a landlord. You will check out of your house and the spirit. Are you hearing what I am saying? Receive the power of a landlord. And I give you the authority to take the keys out of their hands. And if I were you, I will clap my hands and say, Devil, this is my house. Point your body and say, this is my house. I refuse your entry into my house. I don't care what engagement you enter with my great-grandfather, nor my grandfather, nor my house. I was not there, and I don't want to be part of it. But in my time, I will not allow you get out. Clap your hands and chase them out of your life. I make you a landlord. Check the demons out. Check the spirits out. Can I have somebody give me a big amen in the house? Number one, they are looking for a man to dwell in. Number two, when they are cast out, they go walk about territorially and then they come back seven times stronger. Number three, they claim access to you because they say that is my house. Anything that claims ownership, apart from the lordship of Jesus, I curse them with the blood. Anybody and any spirit that manipulates you and controls you spiritually, today on the altar of mercy, I can tell and I cut them off. Maya. True story. True story. A family wanted to be rich. So they went to the witch doctor and the fetish, to the shrine. And then they said, look, this family is very poor. Can you help us to make money? And then the witch doctor said, what you are asking is possible, but it will be at a great cost and sacrifice. They said, what is, what is the cost? What is the sacrifice? And then he said, bring me three newly born, freshly born babies. Maybe one day old, two days old, three days old, if you can get. He said, hi, how are we going to make that? Then one person said, the maternity hospital over there. And then they said, so how are we going to do it? He said, let's go there in the night. When the nurses are sleeping, the babies in incubators will go and steal them. So they did. The maternity house and block there, when they went in, there were a couple of babies. Then they picked three. And they sneaked out in the midnight, ran to the shrine. When they went, they would knock the door of the, of the, of the fetish, the, the witch doctor. And then he says, welcome. They said, we brought the babies. And then he brought them uh, fufu mortar. He said, put the babies in. And then he gave them fufu pestle, wooden pestle that we use in pani fufu. And then he ordered them pound the babies. They pounded the babies. The babies started crying. Their eyes were out. Their intestines out. They pounded them, pounded them, pounded them, pounded them, pounded them into smooth uh, 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 paste. And then the witch doctor collected the paste, did the incantations, the rituals, and then mixed some things for them. They drank, gave them some mark, and then some protection. He said, go, money will flow. Money started flowing. The family became rich. They bought houses. They, they, they bought Kai overnight. But for the next 40 years, there was no woman in the house who married and got pregnant. All the women in the house became barren. Why? Because you can't, you can't take human life like that. 
Do you know the future of the babies you kill? Maybe one of them was an apostle general. Another one of them would have been the governor. Another one of them would have been the vice president. And then you just terminate and end their lives like that. You incur the curse and the wrath of God. 40 years until one of them, a woman, was at the university. And then went into a meeting like this and were talking about spirits and powers and oppressions. And I said, ah, my family, women don't get, they don't, they don't bring forth. Went for deliverance, 40 days deliverance every day. And spirits began to manifest. And then when they went to inquire, ladies and gentlemen, this was a history. She went and told her people. She got married. She made sure what the family did was that all the family inheritance, they started giving them up to charity and so on. She herself moved out of the house. She never stayed in the house. She got married. She was the only person who was able to raise one child after 40 years. One. One. You don't know your great-grandfather. You don't know why that spirit keeps accessing the house and particularly your human house and says, I am coming back to the house. And here's a caution. If one power, one spirit authority, you could not stand it. Guess what when they are seven? Guess what when they are seven? When our daughter Nanakos was a baby, then there was this aristocrat lady in those days, people were not going to Legon by heart. She went to Legon. I would not be surprised if she was your mate at Legon because she comes from this bourgeoisie family. When she was in the third final year, then a spirit of mental ailment struck her. Third year. So she left university to go and seek cure. The cure was partial. She came back, finished the university, and I started working at one of these big, 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 big places. And she was rising, 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 rising. Then the spirit came back. This was the time that she met me. That time we had given birth to our baby. Very, 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 very. Baby Nakos was a baby. We were living in a hall and chamber, two and one room. Then somebody came and told me, Brother Ankara, that time that was my name. Brother Ankara, you need to help this this beautiful girl working at this place, she's about to lose her job because this thing comes, when it comes, she will insult all the bosses in the office. She will walk out of the office. You can't query her. When you query her, she will give it to you. And all of them knew that she was not like that. We brought her home. And then I started deliverance for this lady. She stayed with us for three days. When I wake up in the midnight and I'm going to urinate, she's stuck naked. Everything. And she's sitting down, talking to the ceiling. Then I'll go and call Mama Rita. I say, honey, come and see. We'll come and this girl is naked. We start attending to her and Nanako starts crying because of the noise. So Mama Rita then puts Nanakos at the back and then she's responsible for covering the girl's nakedness and I'm responsible for dealing with the spirits. And we had to do that secretly in our room so that our landlord will not know because landlord will suck all of us for bringing seven strong demons into her house. 
Because even one demon she couldn't contain. And another goes, it's a baby. And the woman returned. Come on. Three days. By the time this girl is leaving our house, she says, what happened? What happened? We said, you were hearing some voices. Then she asked, was I naked? How did she know? Because any time the attack came, that was what she was told. So she knew, somewhere, somehow, that she was naked before us. Then she asked Mama Rita, so did your husband see my nakedness? And she start crying. She was sound. The house I come from, there were four spirits that harassed everybody. The first one is the spirit of poverty. The second one is the spirit of limitations. Some way, some other, this spirit that had placed limitation on everybody's progress. You can't go beyond. It was that spirit that entered into my father and said, uh, uh, Crunchy, have you seen somebody go to secondary school in this house? Here, this is the limit. You don't go beyond. Number three, there is a spirit that causes instability in marriages and relationships in my house. My father's daughters are beautiful girls. All of them, two, three, two, three, two, three, weddings, divorce, two, three, divorce. My brothers, two, three, four, two, three, four, two, three, four. Everybody in the house. So there was the poverty spirit, then there was the limitation spirit, and then there was the spirit of instability in marriage, and then the fourth spirit was the spirit of alcoholism. Today, here am I. You will never find an atom and a trace of alcoholism in me. I have overcome that spirit. You will never find any trace of divorce. I have overcome it. You will never find any trace of poverty. I am over and above poverty. I have enough to pay people school fees, pay hospital bills, help people. I have overcome. I have overcome the fourth one. Limitation. He, they said I will not go to secondary school. I went to secondary school. I went to sixth form. I went to university and I'm preaching in English. It doesn't matter. I wrote my first composition at the age of 10. Myself. First composition. Oh, did I say 10? Classes. I'm sure classes are around 11 years or so. And even that, this was the way the teacher had that. The teacher wrote the essay and then left certain words. And then you fill in. My name is. So you write it, they fill in the name. I am. They're your age. Uh, I am your height. Uh, I come from, and then as for that one, they struggle. Everybody has to lie. Uh, the, the, the one that the spelling that comes easy for you, that's where you are. I come from Tema, T E M A. Because in those days, I couldn't spell Brekusu. So you don't have to call Brekusu at all because they'll give you zero. So you take the simple, you could see some people couldn't speak ever. Say, I come from Ho, H O. Very, very, very. Oh, as for those who come from Nansuku Tatale, they all have zero, zero because they couldn't spell. That's that was how we wrote the essay. How did I break through? How did I break free? From that spirit that says, I am going back to my house, which is my life. 
The first lesson, number one, when the spirits come, they come to find out, first of all, when they come, the place is clean and the place is in order. Clean means that when they come, oh, you have salvation, clean. Your life is in order. Oh, Chale, you don't miss church. Praise God. But then there is a third deficiency. The place is empty. There is a vacuum. And so when the place is empty, then they come and take occupation. So what must they find to keep them off? What is the key that locks them out of your life? Number one, when they come, they must find the word of God inside of you. Number two, they must find that you are spirit-filled. Number three, they must find that you are filled with faith. You are a man of faith, a woman of faith. Number one, when they come and they see that you have faith, not ready to give in, they can never have access. Jesus Christ told another parable. He says that until they are able to bind you, they cannot enter into your house. Your faith is too strong, they cannot enter. You are too consuming the word of God, they cannot enter. You are filled with the Holy Ghost, they cannot enter. But when they come and you are empty, they don't come one seven times strong. When I became a young Christian, there were some songs we used to sing that lifted our faith and established us. These days, these young people don't sing those songs again. We used to sing, Shemima, Minyamie, Shemima, Shemima, Fawusu, Shemima, Fawusu, there was another song that kept me. There was another song that, that kept me. Me what Jesus? Otimimo. Hey! Otimimo. Otimimo. Me what Jesus? Otimimo. time I went before God, the Lord was filling me with the power of the Holy Ghost. I didn't know that there is a wicked spirit that went out and goes hovering and coming back seven times. I didn't know. But then the time they came, there was no place in me. I was too filled with the Holy Ghost. And there was too much Jesus. And there was too much word. I have overcome every one of those spirits. And there was one song I used to, which used to sing when I became born again. And that also made my life occupied so that the enemy could not enter. I, I sang it this morning. Mold me.
It's a certain spirit that left. You know when the spirit left? The spirit left last Friday when you came to all night and drank the blood. But they are not satisfied. Do you know when the spirit left? Some of the spirits will be living today after the sermon and the preaching. Do you know when the spirit left? The spirit left when you became born again. But they are claiming and saying that this is my house. And they go around looking for rest. They don't find rest. They say, I'm coming back. Because you don't know what somebody did for me to have access. You don't know. So you, you need this kind of presence. And then the time I have this presence, then the word of God came to me. And the word of God said to me, I was just reading, I saw Romans chapter 12. It says, be you not conformed to the standard of this world. Even though you came to meet divorce in your family, do not conform to it. You came to meet poverty, do not conform. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Let the word of God change your mind and let it bring you transformation. I said, Lord, is that it? So then I started telling myself, hey, I don't belong to this nonsense. I don't belong to this failure. I said it, I said it, I said it, I said it. So when the devil came back, he saw that I was not empty. There was no vacancy for occupation. He saw that I was filled with the word of God and there was faith. And as I, as I read the Bible, I also saw, and it says, if any man be in Christ, behold, he is a different creation. You are a human being, but you are different from your brothers and your sisters. You are different. All these are passed away. The old law, the powers, the handwriting, passed. It's a new day. I'm starting a new family. With a new name and a new track record. As for this poverty, where you come from, you go. I didn't ask to be born into this house. I didn't ask. I didn't ask to come through this parenting. I didn't ask my great grandfather to go and consult mediums and juju. I didn't ask them to go and pound babies and kill them and bring curses. I didn't. It's a new dawn. 
It's a new day. It's a new beginning. I said, Lord, this thing is true. I started feeding myself on it. Believing in it. Confessing it. Saying it. Believing it. Believing it. Walking in it. I gathered some scripture, you know, people. I started teaching them. Even though I was poor, I was preaching prosperity. Poor man preaching to poor people. Today, I have overcome each and every one of them. Oh. Oh. Today, I want to help you with four common spirits that run across many lives. There will be others, but these four common ones, if we can overcome these four common ones, all others will, will, will subdue to us. Number one, there is still, still the spirit of unstable marriages that many people are going through. Many marriages are suffering. It may include your father's marriage, your mother's marriage, your uncle, your aunties, and so on and so forth. And you can see that the thing is having an effect on you, your young relationship, your young relationship. As a young man, young woman, you have changed, changed girlfriends and boyfriends about three, four times already, which is very, very strange. It must not happen. It must not happen. Around this time, you are proposed to three, four already. You, you are under a curse. Bibi, how? Bibi, how? Today, you'll be loose and you'll be free. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. I said, today, you'll be loose and you'll be free. Still, that spirit is harassing people, worrying people. And it, it is my prayer and my, my, my prophetic insight that once you marry, that marriage is forever. I said, when you marry, it will be forever. I said, when you marry, it will be forever. Clap your hands and say, in my days. It shall be cool when I marry once and for all. I will go 30 years and 40 years. There will be no divorce and there will be no separation around me. I refuse it. It's not my portion. I can't hear you. It's not my portion. I don't know what spirits were invited, but when they come to my house, I am the landlord. I say, no way. The second spirit which is troubling people, especially people in this nation, is the spirit of poverty. And you didn't ask God to make you a Ghanaian. Neither did you ask God to be born into the family that you were born into. You didn't ask, you didn't ask for the things that you went through. Somewhere, somehow, you are surrounded and associated into an environment of need and want. You didn't go to the school you wanted to go because of lack of money. And as for me, well, I can't forget. Everybody in my class will be wearing shoes, bamboo and socks, me alone barefooted. Common PT pants, PT, singlet and green shorts. I didn't have. Oh, you said P, no, so you call it PT, uh, physical training. And then they change it to physical education. So you, your desk is the watered one, ours is the weird training. Anytime it was P, you see the other children were having their kids. They were very happy. And then me, I'll be very sad. Because the teacher will announce, all of, all of you don't have the uh, kids. Stay in the class. And then we shall be watching the others play. Oh, Jesus Christ. What is more intimidating than this? What, what is more confident killing? It can shatter your confidence. 
clap your hands and say this poverty I will not smell you again you, you didn't hear me I didn't say see I didn't say see you smell you will smell poverty again the scent of poverty will be removed from you clap your hands and say get out of my life you can't stay under this anointing and be poor you can't stay under a pastor like me and be poor was preaching to me what I'm preaching to you I just read it in the Bible get ready I'm bringing you solutions right now when the devil comes he wants to find out what is inside you do you have the word are you filled with the Holy Spirit do you have faith and when he finds the place clean and ordered but empty he comes with seven strong seven We are dealing with the spirit of poverty. Clap your hands and say poverty spirit. Living now. The first one I said, the spirit of uh, unstable marriages. Say spirit of unstable marriages. Out, 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 out. Get out. The third spirit I want us to deal with is the spirit of intimidation. There is this spirit of intimidation that can come upon you and your confidence will be so shattered that even if you are clever, you'll be failing exams. Even if you are beautiful, for some reason, you believe you are not beautiful because some stupid boy told you you are not beautiful. It's over. It's over. It's over. It's over. It's over. One boy abused his graduate wife until the graduate wife committed suicide. Spirit of intimidation. Spirit of the intimidation. Because you have failed once, the devil keeps telling you fail again. Spirit of intimidation. Because you come from a background where everybody has failed. There is this spirit that tells you you will not make it. Spirit of intimidation. is the spirit that tells you that it's okay. What you have is enough. Go and look for work and do and settle for that. It's spirit of intimidation. Clap your hands and say, I'm breaking this spirit. Clap your hands and say, intimidation. I don't want you. In case you are coming to me, to see if I am empty. I am not empty. I am filled with the Holy Ghost. I am filled with the oil. I am filled with anointing. I am soaked in the power. I will not submit. Get out and go to where you belong. Not here, not in this house. The first spirit I'm dealing with, sickness, sickness. You, you didn't ask to be born into the family line with, with high blood pressure, with diabetes, with uh, asthma. You didn't ask. Did you ask to be born into a, a family with stroke? You didn't ask to be born into a family with mental ailments and diseases. You didn't ask. So therefore, that spirit that says, I am going back to my house, will tell the spirit wrong address. My life is wrong address. Today, I separate you from every family sickness. I separate you from every family disease. What killed your grandfather and your father will never kill you. What killed your great-grandmother and your grandmother will not kill you. What has ended the lives of other members of your family, may the Lord declare you free. Clap your hands and shout, I am free. spirit of sickness, threatened marriages, and threatened relationship, spirit of intimidation, and then a spirit of poverty. 
Here was the scripture that I used. Deuteronomy chapter number 7 verse number 13. This was a scripture that I filled my life with and it worked for me. Deuteronomy chapter 7 verse 13. Read with a loud voice. Ready go. And he will love you and bless you and multiply from verse number 12. Then it shall come to pass because you listen to these judgments and keep and do them that the Lord your God will keep you will keep with you the covenant and the mercy which he swore to your fathers. Now what will he do? Verse number 13. And, and I was reading the Bible in my quiet place and I was singing spirit of the living God and the presence of the Lord came and I just opened the scripture and they said and he will love me some crunchy and cry. Oh yeah. I wasn't loved. There was no love in my house. My father had plenty of wives and plenty of children. You could not eat properly because there were, were too many for the food. And you could drink tea only if you have fever. And so I was very naughty when I was growing up. I was knocking people's head in, in class just to get the teacher's attention. And instead of getting the teacher's attention, the teacher also cursed me. Crunchy, make a satan. Crunchy, you are a devil. And then all of a sudden I said he will love me and not that he will bless me and multiply me and then I went into battle you better follow me Lord Jesus I want to feel your love Lord bless me and multiply me because that's what your word says bless me multiply me bless me multiply me can I hear somebody give me a big amen, amen. oh Jesus this was where I found love. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have eternal life. John 1, 12, and I saw one day that he says, and to them who believe, he gave them the power to become the sons of God. I said, hey. of my cattle and the offspring of my flock. I am not a farmer. 
I am a church planter. And so the Lord will fill my church with a flock, with sheep, with souls. Anytime I gather, there will be gathering. When I call for a week of the altar, it will be a success. When I call for convention of saints, they will come. When I plant churches in America, they will flourish. When I plant churches in the UK, they will flourish. When I raise sons, they will succeed. My offspring and the flock, you are not following me. <laughs> you continue and watch me. This is how I made it. You better don't keep quiet. <laughs> in the land in which he swore, verse number 14, don't keep quiet. He said, you shall be blessed above all people. Father, I thank you for your word. I receive the blessing. And there shall not be a male or female barren among you. My children will not get barren. When Papa marries, Papa will have children. Nana Kosia will have children. Mawena will have. Bebina will have. My spiritual daughters, you will have children. You will bear children. When you marry, my children will not be barren. This is what he tells me. I take it. I take it to battle. I take it to prayer. I believe it. I fill my heart with this. When the devil comes, no space. No space. Some you are still not there. You are still not there. It's okay. May, may you fight some spirits for some time now. But if I were you, I won't fight no spirit anymore. When they come, I'll tell them I'm the landlord here. I said, there's no entry. Get out. Look at verse number 15. And see whether it, you can pray there. You cannot pray 30 minutes on that. And the Lord will take away from me all sickness and will afflict you with none of the terrible diseases of Egypt which you have known but will let them on all those who hate you and no sickness I refuse to have any family sickness I refuse to have any environmental sickness I refuse to have any environmental disease I cut myself off from disease and sickness I receive God's healing I receive God's healing I walk in good health this is what I saw verse number 16 I saw another thing in verse number 16. And also you shall destroy all the people whom the Lord your God delivers over to you. Your eyes shall have no pity on them. Nor shall you serve their gods. For that will be a snare to you. Father, when you place anybody in my hands, I will show no mercy. Those who plan evil, may their evil not come to pass. When they gather, may your gathering, may you not approve of their gathering. When they mention my name for evil, cancel my name with the blood. Let me live long under protection. I pray this prayer based upon the word of God and my heart is filled with faith. So when the evil spirits come, whether they are 14 times or 7 times, there's no place. I am filled, sealed, preserved with the oil, with the power, and with the spirit of God. You are too empty. That's your problem. You are too empty. There is no word inside of you. So anybody lays hands upon you and anybody gives you prophecy. Verse 15 again. Let me show you what God did for me with that scripture in verse 15. But I will lay them on those who hate you. Those sicknesses and diseases, I'll put them on those who hate you. I don't, as I was preparing, then the Holy Ghost said, Son, have you not seen the way I have used this scripture to deal with people who stand and rise against you? That's all, oh, yeah. I started counting them. Numerous. People who rise against me never survive. Touch not my anointed. 
and lay my hands upon the prophet. And I'm not saying this for you to fear me, but I'm saying this so that others will fear you. When you start feeding upon the word of God, every territorial spirit, let them go and hoover and hoover and hoover. By the time they come, there's no space. So this is not for you to, to, to revere me or to, no. But I, I want your enemies to be scared and to be afraid of you. Your problem is that you are just empty. You don't know the word of God. So when a devil comes, he doesn't find anything. Seven times. Let me give you the last one that you must use. It helps you solve your problem of sickness, poverty, intimidation, and unstable relationship. Psalm 128. Give me NLT. Psalm 28, NLT. Psalm 28, Psalm 128. Psalm 128. Read with a loud voice. Let me know you are with me. Ready? Go. How are those who fear the Lord? All who follow his way. So remember the condition is those who fear God. Those who fear God. Those who reverence God. Those who fear the word of God. Those who honor the word of God. Those who respect the word of God. Those who honor the covenant with God. Those who honor God. Those who honor God. Those who place God first. God first. God first in everything. God first. God first. God first. The word of God first. The word of God first. It, it doesn't care what they are losing. It, it, you, they, I can lose you as my boyfriend. I can lose you as my girlfriend. Once I have Jesus. I don't care. God first. Me what Jesus saw to me more. That's what I sing every morning. Me what Jesus you will be. It's, this is God's word. When I work, I will not die for any stupid person to come and enjoy the fruit of my labor. Nobody can cut short my life. That is the word of God. So I am praying. You better start praying with me. I am not dying before my time and nobody will come and enjoy my labor. When I work hard, I will enjoy the fruit of my labor. I will sleep in the house I want. I will drive the car that I want. I will travel with the aeroplane that I want. The class in which I want. Because that's the assurance the Bible gives me. I will enjoy the fruit of my labor, saith the Lord. And I'll be prosperous. It means that I could be born in poverty, but the Bible promises me another life. I will take what the Bible tells me and I reject the family spirit who has gone around looking for a place and wanted to come and stay with me. Clap your hands and say, I reject the family spirit. I didn't hear you. Clap your hands and say, I reject the family spirit. Clap your hands again and say, I reject the family spirit. 
verse number three. Verse number three. Your wife will be like a fruitful grapevine. I was shocked. What the Bible says about my wife. My wife will not be a witch. My wife will be a fruitful grapevine. Flourishing within my home. Oh, from today, I will not curse my wife again. I honor my wife. I bless my wife. That she'll be fruitful. She will flourish in my home. And because of this prayer, that is why my mother dies and she buries my mother in Grand Star. That is why in convention she makes this place beautiful for me. That is why she makes my house beautiful. That's why she organizes my house. Because I don't kiss her. Look at what your father did to your mother. Clap your hands and say, in the name of Jesus, I bless my wife. Let the woman say, I bless my husband. I bless my wife. Somebody say, Pastor, I am not married. Oh, you are already married in the spirit. Your husband is chosen in the spirit. Your wife is already chosen. Wherever he is and wherever she is, clap your hands and say, I bless my wife. I didn't hear my father blessing my, my mother. It was always a curse. I've never cursed my wife. Anytime I open my mouth, it is blessing. See what the blessing has done. Today she's a mother. She gathers the greatest women. She's about to organize Shakers and Movers Conference. All her sons and daughters are gathering at Lake Gong. Are you clapping or you are doing something like clapping? My wife will be like a fruitful vine flourishing within my home. My children will be like vigorous young olive trees as they sit around my table. Hey, this is what has produced a lawyer in my house, a preacher in my house, graduates in my house, intelligent children in my house because the Bible has blessed my children. I believe the Bible. I confessed it. I kept the word. When the devil came, there was no place. your hands and say devil there is no place say devil there is no vacuum there is no emptiness there is no place to feel you and your wicked spirits go away from me you will be greater than your great grandfather and your father you will be greater than your mother you will be greater than everybody else in your family. Am I talking to somebody here? You better clap your hands and shout and receive it.
somebody. Stand up and speak to somebody. Prophesy the word of God. And lift up your worship. You haven't seen anything yet. You are about to write history. And you are about to change the course. And live by heritage. Come on, go to seven people. Go to seven people. Shake hands with them and say, I am with you, brother. We shall make it together. Go to seven people. Come on. and prayer that this message will have an effect on your life and will lift you to the place where you belong. For an additional copy of this and any other life-changing CDs, please look up the address on your CD. Royal House Chapel International, touching our generation with the power of God. God richly bless you. Ancient words will guide.